pathetic that you British still believe you have the right to police the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. We're finally doing the ideology one, the magic car one. We're doing Die Another Day. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. Joining me are Abigail Thorne, Devon, and friend of the show, trash futurist Riley Quinn. Hello. Riley, how's it going? Uh, it's going very well. Uh, ever since I watched this movie, I've been muttering to myself just these two simple words. Sigmund Freud, under my breath, from the theme song. <laughs> since, since I saw this movie, my life has not known peace. Analyze this. Yeah, I'm very so excited we... to talk about this fucking video game movie that they made. There. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. This is the worst shit I've seen in quite some time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, even from, from second one of this movie, you know it's going to be weird because the CGI plague that infected movies of this period has got to the gun barrel sequence. And so yes. now, when your boy, Pierce Brosnan, uh, walks across the gun barrel and then shoots into the thing, a little horrible CGI bullet, a fucking like JPEG with like <laughs> four pixels, like whizzes past with a little whoosh sound effect and shoots you, the viewer, in the face. Um, Why? Obviously, Why does the bullet go down the gun barrel? Yeah, because well, he's shooting be you through the gun. Shot. He shoots you through the gun, and then because because I'm you know a, a fan of cinema, and I get very scared when I see the train coming towards me. I you know I did fear that I was going to be killed at this point, uh, but thankfully, thankfully that's not the case. Um, yeah, I had on my 3D glasses, the sort of like blue and green, whatever. It like, saved <gasps> you from watching the rest oh. of the movie. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this movie actually kills you. Uh, I, I made the seconds. I made the Minecraft guy taking damage noise when the bullet came down the gun barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but no. First, we have to do a, a, a pre a pre credit sequence, pre title sequence, which yeah, we're in. We're, do you remember the video game Splinter Cell? Of because course. this movie sure does. Uh, <laughs> James Bonds. Uh, is infiltrating North Korea uh, with a couple of, like, I guess, South Korean commando guys? How is he going to get there, Alice? The way, the way in which he gets there... Well, the thing is, we've talked oh. about before how, how Bond movies have this, like, dichotomy. It has this, like, uh, you know, separation between extreme sports, where it's either a wet sports movie or it's a cold sports movie. This That's manages true. to... This manages to be both, but for now, we're in the wet sports zone. So these guys surf in over the most gelatin-looking CGI water you've seen in your life. I mean, do you just want to imagine for a moment, like, the cast of this movie uh, in their little green morph suits sitting in their, like, green production studio? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had to fit Pierce Brosnan into a green, uh, like, Zentai costume for this. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Uh, also, I very badly want the the episode art for this to be the the first shot we see of Pierce Brosnan, which is him in his fucking little splinter cell goggles. I appreciate <laughs> that a lot. He's just wearing like a CRT monitor on his head. So, Alice, there's a I lot a, going on. I look mm. I, not just not just Alice, just because you're talking. But I, I have a question for mm. the the team. 
here, right? We've been talking in, in the group DM a little bit about what is this movie? Is it Bond mm. trying ah. to be tr- Vin Diesel in Triple X? Is it Bond tr- being what is a proto Marvel movie? Or kind of was it Bond being like as imagined by Uva Ball? I'm it's real yeah. bad. It's it's re- it's it's all of those things simultaneously. <laughs> what a great uh, movie! <laughs> there's, there's, I think it's there's Bond. A- I think it's mm. Bond trying to be Bond because this is the twentieth James Bond film, and it's just constantly sucking itself off about that. Are you right? This is Bond. You're squared. right. It is a it is a long self suck. Oh, it's it's the mm. hardest they've tried to bond in a while. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But there is so like this movie loves some technology, right? So uh, Bond Bond and his two friends surf into North Korean territory. If I may do say one more thing because just to sort of build on Abby's no. point there, which is that you know how much this no. movie loves sucking off that it's a Bond. <laughs> that, yes. That in the was scene where James Bond is. Walking around a guy's office holding a book, he's holding the field guide to birds, the book written by James too. Bond. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get 100%. to that. There's a bunch of shit. But, like, yeah, no. So, this movie loves technology. So, like, they have a secret compartment in the surfboard where they keep all of their gadgets and shit. Uh, th- th- they use as a sort of a transmitter what I can only describe as an umbrella knife. Like, one of the guys just, like, stabs this thing into the ground and it works as, like, an antenna, but it's clearly an umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, Long story short, they jack a chopper. They jack a chopper and a briefcase full of diamonds and they fill it full of C4. Yeah, yeah, they take this this chopper away from Jerk Vanderklerk, this, uh, like... South African uh, conflict diamonds dealer Mm -hmm. who is, like, in North Korea to trade those diamonds. That's an awful... Wait, fuck, I fucked that up. That's awful. (laughs) There you go. That's an awful movie. This is also one of the most like filmed during the day and then blue filter put on night scenes ever. It's so bad. Oh, it's so blue graded. Yeah, no, absolutely. Also, the least Korean looking place in the world. This is all like Surrey. Mm -hmm. Um, so so like. Yeah, no, he, he he removes Jerk Vanderklerk from the chopper, impersonates Jerk Vanderklerk, doesn't even do the accent, and he's going to go and do the deal with the North Koreans for these diamonds and then blow them up when they least expect it. So so we're invading a sovereign nation yes. and assassinating its military personnel. Yeah, yes. Standard James Bond yes. shit. So he flies to this guy, Colonel Moon's headquarters, and... Uh, if you recall, Max Zorin from Views to a Kill had a computer that identified James Bond. That was the computer that he found indispensable. Like, he just kind of typed Bond into it and it went, oh shit, that's James Bond. Yeah. Um, now that we're in the future, this has been compressed into a Samsung phone. Samsung. And so immediately, immediately, the second Bond gets off the gets off the chopper, a guy just points his phone at him, and the phone goes, yo, that's James yeah, Bond. Yeah, this man is fully a British agent. <laughs> and they're like, ah, interesting. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> when we see Colonel Moon for the first time, when we see Colonel Moon, he is punching a punching bag, and then unzips the punching bag, and there's a guy inside, and then he says... Find me a new anger therapist. Yeah, fantastic. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Colonel, Colonel Moon's uh, superpower, as we will see, is getting very mad. He's sort of like a Kyle figure. He's like a lot of holes in drywall. Sick of the movie I want to see. I want to see the movie about Colonel Moon and his anger therapist is like, analyze this three. 
I think that's a fun that's movie true. contained that's, that's like seeded within this mm. movie. So 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 Bond Bond goes to talk with Colonel Moon, the guy who that the henchman who like identifies Bond on the identigraph immediately is called Zhao, by the way. This will be important later. Mm -hmm. Um so so he talks to him, and again, this movie does the thing of like, oh, this guy, you, you think he's foreign, but actually he went to Oxford. And the the line is I studied at Oxford and Harvard, majored in Western hypocrisy. This is by my count <laughs> the third time. In in the franchise that they've done this, they did it with Cameron Shaw in The Living Daylights, they definitely did and they it did Cameron it with the, the the Bedouin guy that Roger Moore says mm, in the light of a lab, bless your tent. <laughs> uh, so it's it's this. <sighs> this time it's a bad guy though. Honestly, you yeah. couldn't get James Bond saying that these days. Imagine yeah. if that's fucking true. Halfway that through, like No Time to Die, Daniel Craig said the full shahada. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass it. I and when James Listen, Bond was on, yeah, we're, we're not spoiling No Time to Die Honestly, on I, this episode. I, I, I yeah. feel like um, I feel like this is this is interesting, right? Because the the British like the British sort of thriller genre, whatever kind of like the colonial thriller, always loves to give you the character, either the antagonist or some or the protagonist helper, which is kind of like um, the fictionalized version of someone like Lee Kuan Yew. Who, when he was studying mm. in Britain, was Harry Lee or the best bloody Englishman from east of the Suez? How he was called? Oh and, yeah, absolutely. You know. well, it's, it's it's the thing of like, oh, he's he, you think he's foreign, but he's actually smart. But the yeah. way in which he's smart is, uh, he was educated here, which means oh, no. we still get some prestige yeah. off. Of, it. of course, uh, no stupid person's ever done those two things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But he's of got a whole not. bunch of hovercrafts. He's got yeah, a whole he's bunch got a bunch of hovercraft and, uh, and they a bunch can of go over the mines. You you get those when you go to Oxford. It's part of what you get with your diplomas. You get three or four hovercrafts. <laughs> <laughs> Most people crash them. That, that's that's what he's dealing the weapons for, and it's not really clear why he wants the diamonds, but he's selling these hovercrafts that are useful to him because you could get over the the mines and the demilitarized zone that the yeah. Americans laid uh, between North and South mm. Korea. In, in which case, not sure why he's. Selling them, but anyway, this this sort of like used hovercraft salesman. It's a Florida guy. I presumed that he was building a space laser. That's true. But Bond at this point pulls some ah, you claim to communism and yet Venezuela bottom text because he sees that Colonel Moon has some very nice <laughs> sports cars. Yeah, he, does. he has like a Ferrari and shit. Uh, Why there? And, and, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just so you can, so you can put him on a hovercraft <laughs> in the middle of my military base. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some fucking Ferraris. Yeah, and he he makes some little sarcastic comment about mm, this is very communist of you to have a very fast car and Google Venezuela. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm making Brosnan more and more in this one, but he's kind of, kind of more smarmy in this one. Not sure why the filmmakers did either. No, he's he's at his most more in the previous yeah. movie. Anyway, uh, he immediately gets he immediately gets found out. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nonstop. Zhao just, you know, pulls his boss aside and is like, yeah, no, that's James Bond, British assassin. Um, so they they take Bond captive. Bond uses his fucking shitty watch once again to detonate the briefcase full of diamonds. Uh, in the course of which Zhao gets a shitload of diamonds like raked across his face. Or someone yeah, was trying cool to fun. charge their James Bond identification computer. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I was trying to charge my Samsung Galaxy Tab. Um, so Bond hijacks a hovercraft and tries to escape across the DMZ, and we get a chase scene with Colonel Moon. We get a chase Colonel scene Moon. in the DMZ. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna it's barely even things. worth talking about. Like it just happened. There's a it's a bond yeah, chase scene. I, the, the, but... the only thing that I wrote down is like he's setting off explosives and like firing guns and shit. Like how is he not starting World War Three doing this in the DMZ? Like why wouldn't anyone else in North Korea assume that it was just the Americans? And like specifically, we see Colonel Moon's dad, General Moon. Uh, who is kind of a helicopter parent, to be honest? Yeah, immediately, a bit. immediately call his kid and go, "Yo, why is James Bond blowing up your entire shit? I'll be right there." <laughs> Genuinely, there's a, there's a couple of notes. Nothing particularly interesting. Like they're talking Korean throughout when they're talking to each other, but for some reason, Zhao's line to Moon when he does figure out who Bond is is in English, where he's like, "That's James Bond. We're gonna have to kill him." I'm like, why would no. out There's of no everything? Why would you not say that? Bond. <laughs> Just to oh, give him a fucking chance. They didn't yeah. want to fucking put it into hunger. <laughs> so yeah, no, they 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 chase them through the thing. Uh, Bond drives Moon's hovercraft over the edge of a giant waterfall. It, it like catches himself on a giant temple bell, which they definitely have in the demilitarized zone says, saved by the bell, and then immediately and justly gets captured by North Korea. Just, yeah, fully, instantly captured. <laughs> just in- instantly <laughs> captured. Uh, and tortured. And, oh, and tortured. And tortured. Oh, I have and one how. more thing I, I noted in my notes, which is oh, yeah. when when Zhao takes the diamond, sorry, I'm going back a second, I, just, I saw this in my notes, is that Bond does say, don't blow it all at once, but then it doesn't oh. explode when he wants it to. <laughs> so he does, no. he does have a failed quip. <laughs> it's got yeah, loads it, 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 in this. It's like a ruined. So quip. many. Yeah. Um. So so. Oh, well, uh, this, come uh, on. At this point, we have to talk about the opening sequence. I don't think which, we do. Uh, so, by the way, uh, the, the the scenes thing that, that I used to do this says that the script describes this setting as dank room, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. um, it is a dank room. There's a lot of scorpions so, in it. I don't know. This is the first time they've used the titles to actually show us some plot because we just have true. a montage of Bond being tortured, That's which true. I enjoyed. Yeah, he's he's tortured by a sexy Korean lady, which sexy Korean lady, hello. Uh, and it she's wearing is wearing like set. a mm-hmm. you know, officer's uniform, it's cool. Uh, and it's set, set some to bad music. Madonna's the, uh, Die Another Day. The the first genuine flop mm. of a Bond theme, as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I've I had some complaints about true. previous ones, yeah. but this is dire. It it really is horrible. It's extremely uh, 2002 pop music, is what it is. Like yeah. they couldn't have made mm-hmm. a different kind of song for this. It just happens to be that uh, yeah. things have confluenced at the point. It's bad. Well, if it's you remember, bad. right, yeah. what happened is like is in it sort of took to the mid to late 2000s for R and B and dance music to redefine what pop music would be. Because mm-hmm. in the 1990s, pop music was like a lot of pop music was like boy and girl groups. Before that, or, or it was like Michael Jackson. Yeah, so, we nearly got like the S Club Seven yeah. opening theme. Yeah, well, I think it's what happened is it's we were we were after sort of um, so after 90s S pop. Club 007. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. <laughs> All right, I'll change the group chat now. <laughs> it's just it was in the middle of the it was in this interregnum between what pop was and what it was going to be, and it's just this this perfect um that this perfect almost preserved in amber artifact of pop music figuring itself mm. out. It's so, so, yeah, it's so, bad. So what they do, what they pains. do to Bond during this uh, is 
it, it, it's almost presented as Bond is like fantasizing about sexy women while he's being tortured, and that's where the, the title sexy <laughs> That's comes how from. he stays grounded I mean, and centered. He, 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 he survives <laughs> torture by getting insanely horny. They're like, we, we can't break him. He's getting Again. dome in his head. He's getting like burnt with hot iron, <laughs> and he's just imagining hot women. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, when, when, I, when I'm getting tortured, He's I don't have to imagine the hot women. Pussy. Yeah, that's true. He <laughs> retreats to the pussy mind palace. Uh, what while they're doing <laughs> to what they're doing to him at this point is they I've changed the name of the group chat. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're dunking him in ice cold water, and then this sexy lady is like stinging him with scorpions. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird. Uh, there's a reference to like that he's being stung with scorpions and given the poison, and there's a reference to him being poisoned and possibly not given an antidote later that goes nowhere. I, nowhere. I, I, yeah, I seriously just, think it, does, it was an error in the script. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, it, immediately after this, it's 18 months later. Bond has grown a massive beard. He looks uh, his great. hair is shoulder length. Castaway looks Bond. looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's, exactly. he's still ripped, like he's not emaciated at all, which very funny. Interestingly, um, this isn't actually Castaway Bond. What it is is I don't know if, how you familiar you are with the filmography of Steven Seagal, but we first saw this in uh, Hard to Kill. Like this, ex- the exact that exact sequence is from a Seagal, mm. essentially from a Seagal movie. Where you just wake so up with a shitty because, beard because Bond oh, yeah. is tough, right? He hasn't broken. He hasn't given them anything. Uh, and he's brought in to see General Moon, who is like, yeah, no, I'm not, I actually don't like torture because I'm like ambivalent about it because I'm basically a good guy, um, and you know I'm the bit of the movie that's less racist than you might expect. About I'm the Korea. one good North Korean that we contractually have to have in the plot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I'm not as fun as like the the fun Soviet guy, but like I'm still I'm. Basically cool. Oh, God, uh, anyway, he's Korean Gogol, isn't he? Yeah, you're right. He, he is kind of Korean Gogol, and I'm calling him that from now on. So, like, mm. bo- bo- Bond <laughs> at this point goes, uh, "Oh, you should tell the concierge," and laughs at his own quip, which absolutely validates. I think it was Abby's theory that he is just doing the quips mm-hmm. as a coping mechanism. He's just doing this to himself, uh, and when nobody's laughing, he's laughing. He's yeah, he's the damn. He's joker. imagining hot women, and he's doing quips to himself. If you had a single POV shot of him in here, it would just be like a bunch of hot women across. <laughs> My man is getting dome the likes of which you can't imagine in his head. He's getting stately pleasure dome. Um, so M- General Moon then goes, "Ah, oh, well, it's out of my hands. I'm going to make you think that I'm going to kill you uh, because you, you, you know, you gave the hardliners in North Korea a reason to think that they can't trust the West." Why on earth would anyone have that opinion? Uh, re- reasons unclear. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so Bond gets mock executed, right? Like they pay, they put a firing squad at him in front of a bridge. General Moon tells him to start walking, and he thinks he's going to be killed. Uh, but he's like envisioning too much pussy to care. Yeah. But no, he's actually being traded. Uh, for Zhao. Who like meets him in the middle of the bridge? Zhao is being traded back to the north. Bond is being traded back to the south in a classic spy swap. Mm. Yeah, Zhao looks great. Zhao's still got like diamonds embedded in his face, and at this point, a I wrote of diamonds. Zhao yeah. holds you personally responsible for how sick, nasty he looks, James. <laughs> he will never forgive you for this. Like, yes, 
Bond Bond gets to the the South Korean side, whereupon he is immediately uh, like injected with drugs, like a fucking Astro World attendee. Uh, just immediately laid the fuck out. And he wakes up. And then he gets put in a Star Wars medical scanner? Yeah, he, he wakes up in the Colto tank. Uh, and th- th- they do some tests on him. That's where you get the line about them injecting him with scorpion venom and then injecting him with the anti-venom. Yeah, I, then, I wrote, James, wake up. 9-11 has happened. <laughs> yes! Which he goes, that's, oh no. That's, yes! that's the thrust of this conversation because M comes in and she talks to him at first from behind like a glass partition. And she tells him, Ah, while you're in, you know, while you're in North Korea, you were unable to prevent 9/11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, if you'd paid attention to the literature, you'd know Bond couldn't have prevented 9/11 because he was in a North Korean torture. Yeah, while, while you were getting your dick stung by scorpions, 19 guys flew some planes into. We towers. sent 009 to wow. try to stop it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he did not succeed. While you were getting like <laughs> phantom pussy, like fucking the the Dan Aykroyd and Ghostbusters, some major shit happened. Also, like, oh, like how on earth could that have been filmed? Because you have to imagine, right? They are filming this primarily in like late two thousand, uh, early two thousand one. They're at this point in like mm. editing for release in two thousand two, maybe road showing uh, it. Like the line is relatively vague. Like all mm. the line is is while you were away, the world changed. In that nine eleven happened, and but like I, I just imagine, mm-hmm. I imagine like Judy Dench having to like put on the makeup again. James like Pierce Brosnan having to get all ready again. It's like well, we have to glue the nine eleven beard back to him for like three hours in order to have yeah. him react. To 9-11, but there's something genuinely funny. Like if if you go to the, I'm sorry, if you go to the Die Another Day Wikipedia page and you look at the plot, the line "the world has changed" is quoted and in blue. And if you hover over it, it links to the September 11 attacks Wikipedia article <laughs> with a picture of fucking <laughs> James of Bond fucking Wiki in 9-11 on the phone. Amazing. Uh, great. Fantastic. So anyway. M gives M has quite a hostile conversation with him. We're almost back to the sort of like level of previous M, where we're like, ah, oh, Bond, I wish you'd die of adult onset sudden infant death syndrome. Uh she she just she literally tells him like If I'd had my way, you'd still be in North Korea. Which is a tremendously funny thing to say to anyone at any she, time. She also is just like, well, why didn't you kill yourself? Like, she goes, you had your cyanide. And he's like, I threw yeah. it years ago. So, so like, we're getting, M is like, fuck you, Bond. Why aren't you dead? How are mm-hmm. you here still? Mm. But we get a genuinely quite interesting premise. And mm. um, because uh, M says, I would have left you there, but the Americans insisted that you get out because the top American spy in North Korea was executed last week. And the Americans intercepted a signal from your prison naming him. So they say, they say, Bond, you cracked under torture. During the title sequence while Madonna was playing, you didn't know what you were saying because you were full of scorpion venom and imaginary pussy. <laughs> so you, you cracked under torture. Yes. You cracked and you named, you named the spy. And Bond's like, no, I didn't. Somebody's pulling the strings. Somebody told Zhao who I was when he Googled me when I arrived. Somebody's behind this. And M's like, I don't believe you. You, you fucked up. Like, and I think that's a genuinely interesting premise is James Bond going on the, to like find out whether he really would, cracked would, or would not. Would be more interesting 
interesting if he had actually broken under torture. But, like, of course Bond yeah, is too perfect to break under torture. Well, another genuinely interesting plot thread is M being like, no, to me, you should have died there. There was no way I was mm. going to save you. You should have just taken your cyanide and died. And that is a plot thread that won't be explored satisfyingly until Skyfall. Yeah. When they remember, remember, that this had remember when you you saved my life from the bald guy uh, in the immediately previous movie to this. This has gained you absolutely no credit with me. Uh, I wish you were fucking dead, and that's cool. Um, so so Bond at this point, uh, like. Uh, uh, Does yeah. samurai can you, shit? Can yeah, you no, he, explain he, to me what happens. What, what, what Bond, what, what Bond does is he imagines so much pussy that he stops his <laughs> own heart. Uh, he he like deliberately puts himself into a cardiac arrest by means of like uh, willpower. Mm. Can't it, it has has he. Has, has this ever been explored as an ability that Bond has before or since? No, he's okay. just, he's just doing he's doing like Wim Hof breathing <laughs> and he, he know, like thinks about pussy too much. Do you know who can do it though? Do you remember who hmm? can do it? Inspector Feng Sing Ling, the man from oh. Hong Kong. Oh, oh my fuck. god, he can. Do you know remember he, shit. he did right. it when he went to see that vet? He did. You're right. Oh Jesus Christ! Hell. Jesus. Okay. Well, anyway, he he uses this I'm thing that he learned from, from Hong Kong. <laughs> from a Hong Kong police inspector a long time ago, uh, which leads the sort of the medical team to rush in to defibrillate him. Bond immediately stops <laughs> Wim Hof breathing, wakes up, heart rate Punches rockets the back shit up. out of a doctor. No, no, he doesn't punch the doctor. What he does is he, there are two doctors and a nurse. The nurse gives him mouth to mouth for a bit, and then he grabs the defibrillator pads and hits one doctor with one defibrillator pad Killing each. Killing them and instantly. What, yeah, and My what God, happens when you are hit with a yeah, defibrillator pad is <laughs> you, you, you fall down and you go, oof. And that's what these guys do. You, you see so them be like, oh, yeah, ow, it does 25 oh, that's points of electrical oh, damage. Oh, and then oh, you're fine. Fuck. This uh, would do but- serious damage to these people. <laughs> <laughs> it would be dead. Attack. Bond it would be dead man. forever. Yeah, no, it's bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Bond. But Bond then sexually harasses this nurse. Uh, he's, he's like, mm-hmm. thanks for the kiss of life. J- simply leaves. Mm-hmm. He simply books it. Uh, he's on a, a, a like a, a Royal Navy destroyer because the Royal Navy is cool. Mm-hmm. And he like it's it, it's in Hong Kong. He swims Why? across the harbor. I don't know. <laughs> How? Uh, also, well, I don't know. Um, and over has happened. You can't well, just anyway. sail a destroyer into some of those <laughs> territorial waters. He 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 swims across Hong Kong Harbor, gets out at the Hong Kong Yacht Club, where he's wearing like sort of like patient scrubs. He's covered in hair, and he in in what is meant to be a sort of a comic scene, he walks across the the lobby and is just like, "Oh, give me the presidential suite as usual." Um, to, yeah, to the fine. guy. It's quite so funny. you know what this yeah, is? This is this is, is, uh, is Bondney Dangerfield at this point. Because the, uh, the the stuck up concierge <laughs> is like, oh, we would never rent a the presidential suite to a ragamuffin such as yourself, <laughs> who is then of course <laughs> the, the 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 manager, the big guy uh, steps Mr. in and Chang, is yeah, Mister yes. Chang, and is like, you idiot, this is James Bond, and it's pure Caddyshack <laughs> that particular yeah, absolutely. scene. Absolutely. So so Chang of course remembers Bond. He opens the presidential suite for him. He gets him his fucking suits. He reactivates Bond mode. He shaves off his entire fucking beard in one go with just an electric Shit. razor and no scissors. Yeah, and the electric razor is clearly sponsored content because he holds it in front of the camera and gently rotates it for like five full seconds. 
And at this point, it's at this point that I had written down. Sinclair's Double Seven. It's called the Lawn Mower. This movie was slightly less racist about Korea than I remembered. Therefore, we must be in for some real racism. And so Bond opens the door too. I am peaceful fountains of desire, the masseuse. Peaceful fountains of desire, the masseuse. Yep. What a regular. You 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 you, you know. You you could just ask someone what their name is. Thing thing thing, thing about Chinese people this is that movie. they are regularly named things like peaceful fountains of desire, the masseuse. I'm pretty certain of this. I don't know. I, I, I took this as like this is uh, this is just like she performs this for guests. Like I guess I it's guess it's kind of in universe slightly inappropriate. You know, we already had a mere two movies ago a very competent Chinese secret agent that Bond has worked with before. Anyway. Whatever. Oh, yeah. N- never want to bring any of those guys. But it's the same as never. like uh, yes. when, whenever they had a Soviet agent, agent they never whatever. used Agent Triple X again. Triple yeah. X, that's the one, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah and so, so, so Bond, she tries to seduce Bond. Bond sees immediately that uh, she she has a dick bulge, or in this case, like a gun. Uh, Did you pulls get that on the, her. Uh, the drop of her saying, lie down on the bed face down? Uh, no, sadly not. So, I, could you just, please activate your glowing wheat spot, Mr. Bond? I'll just conceptualize that audience, thank you. Just just, just go into your mind palace and <laughs> think about uh, a woman telling you to lie down on the bed. Um, bon- Bond then throws this gun through a mirror Fucking to hell. reveal Chang and a bunch of other guys like recording him because they're Chinese intelligence. Yeah, to which I wrote, this is a lot along. like when I was recorded having sex in a hotel room <laughs> in fucking... <laughs> Uh, yeah, by uh, Rosa Klepp, whose shoe I from see smell in this movie. That one again. Yeah, that's absolutely. it. From Russia with love. Absolutely. When I was the same guy. Um, when so I was he the t- same guy. He tells Chang, "Okay, listen, right? You want Zhao because the reason why Zhao is in jail in North Korea in South Korea is because he had killed some Chinese agents trying to do peace talks. So you should mm-hmm. you should sponsor me to go and kill him." And this is very funny mm. because Bond's response to being accused of treason mm. is to immediately go and do some treason. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Like, like uh, James Bond based? James Bond now agent of the People's Republic of China? <laughs> like, I, I mean, mm. at this point, he is just on the payroll, right? Like, he's he's working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's at least like they're doing it for the hotel room, and they give him a passport. And yeah. they say communists don't know how to have fun. They say Zhao is in Havana, so uh, mm. go. And Ch- Chang has a cool line. He's like, "If you see Mister Zhao, please tell him goodbye from us," which is quite <laughs> cool. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ch- Chang so far one of the uh, one of the coolest characters in this film, I think, uh, carries himself with a real sort of quiet intensity. He's the he's the, he's the only one who like acts like a spy yeah. at all. Hundred percent. But also Bond is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what he is. He's he's got Tory MP brain because all you need to do to get him to be a traitor to his country, uh, like that he's like sworn to be an agent for, is be like, here's a nice hotel room and a meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. here's really a easy. branded razor, an electric razor. I will do anything um, <laughs> for you. It's a membership of the Jockey Club. <laughs> it's some tiny furniture. Um, so so yeah. so of course Bond going to next location is Havana, and that means we have to get some Havana music, which is some, you know Spanish mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, I also wrote down Cuban classic. music. Yeah, how would Cuban you know? Music. Mm. And Bond Bond goes to visit Zukovsky brackets Cuban, uh, a mm-hmm. guy called Raúl. 
Oh my god, you're right. Guy. It is just Zukovsky. Who, who is who is like a, a, a sort of an uh, a, a deep cover MI6 agent, but like who hasn't been reactivated for years. Uh, and he has a fascinating line, right? Because Bond tries to find Zhao, right? And he said, and uh, and Raoul tells him, uh, he's on this." He says, "There's a strange clinic." Uh, so, <laughs> so it, There's a strange clinic, sir. It's a lot like the clinic that makes you gay from uh, Never Say Never that, Again. I hear that they're very good in. Uh, I hear that they're very good strange clinics in Cuba. Use hormones to make them all male. <laughs> There's, there, there is a strange sure. clinic. I want the operation done tonight. Stop it. Senor. There's no time left. But, Senor Blofeld, this is a most delicate procedure. It's gonna tonight. So, th this is, incidentally, You're this is not literally. Oh, I'm having a great time. You're right that uh, this is just a Bond movie about Bond movies. They're just kind yeah. of remixing and replaying, like, more than in any oh previous one. They're just well, remixing well, like, and replaying. There, there is a reason why we've, why we've been doing the when I was the same guy joke, and it's because that all of these are remixes. But um, yeah, no. Um, th also, this clinic, this strange clinic, is literally on a place called Ila de los Organos. Uh, if you wanted to sort of the level of the subtlety that we were at here, and Raúl says, uh, "We may have lost our freedom in the revolution, but we have a health system second to none." Um, heavy, heavy what? action. You lost your freedom. There. You lost. Lo Freedom oh, no. to, to, to lost your freedom in the revolution, did you? This man didn't lose enough in the fucking revolution. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's running like a cigar factory. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I really miss the days where we had all that freedom yeah. under uh, Batista. <laughs> I used to have to pay these people. Kill James Bond. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I now... Kill James Bond, uncritically supporting the Cuban that's, People's that's Revolution. Right. These Castro dick riders are gaslighting Cubans. <laughs> no, no Jean-Luc Picorgi's going to fucking at us again over that one. Uh, so Get wrecked. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So, so Bond goes... B Bond goes to the strange clinic, and the, the, well, he goes to the the coast where you get a boat. If to the I may say one, one one small thing, um, oh, why not? This is what the the conversation with, between Raoul and Bond, right? Where they talk about Zhao. I thought that was really interesting because mm -hmm. they talk about how uh, Zhao is motivated by no ideology, basically not even wealth. He just more or less loves evil, which yeah. is like yeah, like Renard. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an agent of chaos. He's a nihilist. He's going to piss but, on Bond's but, rug. But the thing yeah. is, when we talked about, I mean, I, I don't want to, when we talked about like, like um, sort of terrorism and how Blairism like thought about terrorists, this is the Blairite vision of what a terrorist was. Someone oh, from elsewhere yeah. who is motivated by nothing but anti-ness, right? Nothing but evil, nothing but a desire to destroy. Yeah, haters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a purely a hater, and there is nothing else motiva motivating him. And it's like, in addition to all the other stuff, this is the most Blairite Bond villain, I think, that we've seen mm. in a while. So, so Bond... There is a moment mm. in the opening scene with Colonel Moon where Moon says to Bond... Um, you will live to see the day when all Korea is ruled by the North. That's supposed to be his driving animus. And that's like a really weird way of phrasing it because mm. as I understand it, like the North Koreans like wouldn't even really express it in those terms. No, it's, it's like, reunification, them, I, yeah. 
Well, it's yeah, one I think, country. Like, there isn't a fucking North Korea or a South Korea. There's a fucking like Korea. Yeah, there's a Korea and, and, and a and best I, my, Korea. <laughs> yeah, my my notes say how did Korea get divided? Question mark doesn't matter. Mm. We're not we're not going to address it. So like, yeah, they do try and give him some justification, but it is really weird. And you're right, Riley, that Zhao is just like yeah. You know, Moon, Moon has so, justification, so, but hmm. Zhao is this is he's the guy that's like the Blairite he's terrorist. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Diamond it's Joker. Twisted. So Bond goes to this hotel by the island. There, there he sees Jerk Vanderclerk again, who is being very <laughs> South African, uh, and like uh, is it the same guy? I, I, I'm not sure if it is. All South Africans, all there's only one South African. South Africans, the same. There's just guy. one of them. It's the it's same Pianavelli. guy. It's it's Pianavelli. It's Oscar Pistorius. It's the same man. Bond girl brackets bad. Oh no, brackets good. This is brackets good. Bond girl for this one. There are two. Mm-hmm. Pay him attention. She does the, it's it's Halle it's Berry Halle coming Berry. out of the ocean doing a honey rider phenomenal, thing. Phenomenal, you know. No, there's, no there's notes. Suck at her own. Dick, uh, uh, so. uh, yeah, her, her name is Jinx, and at this point, uh, Piers Brosnan forgets what accent James Bond has. So I, <laughs> I, I I clipped this fantastic line read. My friends call me James Bond. Jinx, you say. Jinx, you say? <laughs> Del- delightful. Jinx. Edwardian Wonderful. James yeah. Bond. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Jin- have you seen the wonders of the motor car? J- Los Jinx Angeles, California. Bond have a conversation which is just, it's couched in so much. Uh, they're flirting, but also they're both like, they're sort of both aware that they're spies, but the effect of it is that it's just two Chinese rooms conversing. <laughs> like, I. Th- it yeah. bears yeah. It no. Is. Indica- it's like two chatbots flirting <laughs> with each other. Legitimately, no line bears any relation to any other. It's very, yeah, they talk about like predators and prey a lot, and then only predators come out at night. When when they come out, there they feast at night time. <laughs> it's like Bond has here been written by a Markov chain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think your characteristic yeah. of this is two Chinese rooms interacting absolutely. with one another is basically perfect. Like this scene does not. Pass a Turing test at and, all, and, no, and God, what no. do predators do at night? Jinx says uh, they feast like there's no tomorrow, do and they? then they fuck. I no, they sleep mostly, <laughs> yeah. I think. But like, yeah, yeah, no. But Bond and Jinx fuck two twenty four, two twenty four on the pussy clock. So that is, it's faster than Goldfinger was. Um, so it's it's a very very quick time, but it's still mm. nowhere near Roger Moore's record of fifty two. I, I appreciate uh, Bond's sort of like tradecraft here of going to location and immediately laser focusing on the nearest woman, and then just mm. like having sex with her. She even says like, "Are you always this frisky?" And he says, "I've missed the touch of a good woman." And then she does knife. Yeah, yeah <laughs> during yeah. during this scene, uh, Jinx eats a fig, and it's worth noting that during the filming of this scene, Halle Berry choked on this fig. <laughs> Requiring oh, no. Pierce Brosnan to perform the Heimlich oh, no. maneuver. Oh no! Um, oh wow! Yeah. I, I also wrote down here. You know, this is a lot like that other time I had sex with a black female CIA agent when I was the same guy. Hopefully, it won't end that badly. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So 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 Bond Bond then has to like devise a way onto the island of organs, and the way in which he does oh, this is he go- it's good. Is, this is so I, good. I, I wrote down in all caps, ableist James Bond. I will be talking about this scene for the next hour. Um, <laughs> Bond Bond goes to Jerk Vanderklerk's room with a wheelchair, and Jerk Vanderklerk says, "I don't need a wheelchair." Uh, and Bond says, "Oh, now you do," and punches him unconscious, puts him in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, uses that as like his cover to get onto the island. 
We have seen Jerk Vanderklerk be an asshole in a previous scene, yes. so it's yeah. like kind of justified. And where is J.W. Pepper? Yeah. Yes. Where is he? There's a woman in lingerie on his bed who is just there as a prop. Yeah, yeah. and and she's like, oh, hi. Um, she doesn't seem perturbed by any of this at all. Uh, so so Bond, Bond infiltrates Organ Island, uh, and then in order to get through a doorway which has two guys guarding it, he does the best maneuver <laughs> In the whole and fucking before series. Before you say what it is, I want to note here that they give this spy music like it's impressive. Spinning 007 as he does what? what? What he does is he takes the wheelchair with the guy, he, he like goes off ways, turns him around, and then he just perfectly rolls the guy in the wheelchair across the corridor so that he falls out of the guards run to check on him. There is a perfect gif of this. There is a perfect still of Pierce Brosnan sort of like, ha, huh, like a wind sprint position after like throwing this guy. It's perfect. It's Incredible. wonderful. It's perfect. Bond, Bond not only like uses a villain's disability against them here, he invents a villain's disability and uses that against someone else. Mm -hmm. It's genuinely the natural evolution of ableist Bond is to start creating the illnesses that you exploit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we see that Jinx and Bond are infiltrating the hospital at the same time separately. Jinx is trying to kill the like lead doctor whose name is Alvarez. Bond is looking for Zhao. And what they independently discover is that this is the clinic that makes you white. Oh. Yep. It's, it's, that, that's, it's, it was founded by the scientist Yakub in Central America in prehistoric <laughs> times. Yeah, and, and it uh, uses yeah. hormone energy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why did he do it? Yakub, come on, man. <laughs> he he sees Zhao in there getting gene replacement therapy, mm -hmm. which is they they suck out all of your bone marrow and then replace it with white people bone marrow and that makes you white. Yes. Uh Yeah, we see a little thing on a computer readout where it's like what Zhao currently looks like versus what they are going to turn him into. Um, and yes. you only see it for a second, but the guy they're going to turn him into just looks exactly like Owen Jones. Which is yeah, very funny. Very, <laughs> the very, clinic very that funny. makes you Owen Jones. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the clinic that makes I you mean, Owen Jones. It explains a lot. I've met Owen Jones, and that he has never yet confirmed to me that he so is not I. a North Korean man in disguise. So, <laughs> impossible to know. In his face. I think this would explain, uh, you know, I think, I think a lot of um, uh, sort of people that like to uh, angrily quote him and reply to him on Twitter might say, ah, of course, it turns out he was a North Korean general. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, so Bond tries to kill Zhao at this point. Yeah, here's another natural dick. evolution of uh, ableist Bond is breaking into a hospital to fight the patients. Yeah, but he because he's wakes a him up dick, and goes, oh, yeah. He, he wakes him up by squeezing his IV bag. Uh, just I've just I've just realised as well. <laughs> Bond has already had racial alteration surgery. Like, yes, yeah. it must be very familiar to him. Uh, this is just this like is the when clinic I was the that same can make you guy. Japanese. He went to the reverse clinic of this to become Japanese. Yes. 
he must have gone here to turn back. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, James, welcome back. This is where he goes every time he's a new actor. He just goes to the clinic and gets a so, new face. So, 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 okay, yeah, no, I believe mm-hmm. it now. Fully, that's that's what happens. We got so, it, boys. So, so, so Zhao is like mid-bone marrow suck, and as such, he looks weird. Partly because he still has all the diamonds in his face, which, like, there's no plan to remove those, and the, the white guy they want to turn him into, Owen Jones, doesn't have any diamonds in his face. So I don't know if they're just going to get to those later or what. Feels like they would be really easy to remove. <laughs> I, I guess. But like, uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's bald now and he's like whiter. He looks kind of like a like a white walker from Game of Thrones, I guess. He's got blue eyes. Yeah. Um, so Bond, but he escapes. Bond yeah. tries to kill him, uh, but Zhao escapes and he, he, he like sprints for the exit. Mm. Bond and Jinx go after him. She blows up part of the fucking clinic. Um, and then, in order to escape on her own, she she gets. Mm. So during this scene, debris from a smoke grenade landed in Halle Berry's eye, and she required a thirty-minute operation to remove Jesus it. Jesus Christ, Halle Berry! How oh, much no. did you suffer for this Halle Berry terrible just movie? Completely going through it in the production of this oh movie. Oh my God. She- it doesn't show because it looks like she's having an amazing she time. Looked, I really she, no, she, she, she is having an amazing time. She said that she would like do an, this again for free, but like she's, she's just she's like an inverse so Harold Sakata, you know? She's doing all of this oh shit and it's God. just really happening to her. Um <laughs> yeah, so so she she almost gets captured. She gets backed up against like a big drop off a cliff. And so the way that she escapes is to do the worst CGI dive you've ever seen. Oh yeah, uh, it's bad. It's real bad. She like leans backwards without her back moving at all and just goes over and escapes. Yeah, they basically um, put her on one of those. I think they they put her in the green screen suit, green screened her in, and then just put her on one of those um, uh, heart rate test tilt tables that you go on if you have a heart condition. If they want to see what's how to stress you out, that's what happened. Mm. They just put her on the body of one of those dead or alive volleyball players. Mm. Oh, oh, and Bond finds a diamond. He finds some diamonds uh, from, uh, yes. I guess, Zhao's face. Yeah, he gets next uh, clue. Uh, no, it was in his necklace. It was in his necklace. It was what he was using to pay the clinic. Ah, uh, okay. Well, he finds those diamonds. He brings them back to, to Zukovsky Brackets Cuban, uh, who finds a maker's mark on them from Gustav Graves, billionaire industrialist. Mm. Uh, but curiously, the diamond itself is a Sierra Leonean conflict diamond. Uh, so it's like being laundered by this guy Graves, who is claiming to mine them in Iceland. Not entirely clear how you can tell. He says they're chemically identical to South African conflict diamonds, and my notes say, what, they're carbon? Like, yeah. aren't all diamonds chemically it's, identical? It's somewhat reasonable that there would be some mix and some imperfections, but it's not yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little strange. Here's the thing. There, there, there is a way to determine that um, uh, diamonds aren't conflict diamonds, but like so many things, it's nothing to do with like a special laser that you shoot into the diamond to see if it's the real thing. It's just documenting every step of where it comes from. It's called the mm. Kimberly process. It's the real thing. Huh. We, yeah, we, which... do, we do. So, so, so Bond's like, oh, I got to go find Gustav Graves. And at this point, we see Gustav Graves. we're doing the Moonraker thing again, yeah. like, because... He's he's got the diamonds on him. 
And Bond says, right, well, I, I immediately suspect Gustav Graves, Diamond Billionaire. But it could, why, why him? It could have been anyone in his, his organization. Jack could have stolen yeah, these. It's his name. He, but he could, have, he could have stolen them. He could have found Abby, them. They might not Abby, be connected at all. His name was it's written really on fucking them. tenuous. <laughs> his, name is, his name is Gustav Graves. It sounds pretty fucked yeah. up. It's the Moonraker so, thing again. We're just going, something's fucked up. My computer's broken. Go and find Bill Gates. We we see Gustav Graves, and here the nonce parachute makes a return from the spy yeah, who loved me, which I I almost I like because this guy's obviously a villain, and they're like, okay, let's make him do the shit that Bond oh, did he's, like he's, twenty he's years ago. He's a dark mirror of James Bond. That's James never Bond. been done Shut before. Up. It's fine. At least they didn't <laughs> fucking make him a large blonde man. It's fine. We we see we see him parachuting under the nonce parachute with the Union Jack in, on it into Buckingham Palace to go and get knighted, and he he's the smuggest-looking British man you've ever heard. Incredible. Um, Incredible he, he, job. He delivers this fantastic line, because we, we learn that his passion is fencing, and he says with this ultimate British sneer, As they say I'm fencing, what's the point? Which is purely purely a John Taliban line. Yeah, I fully. guess I don't know what they say in the fencing business. But, the also, fencing. <laughs> but also... But also... He's played by an actor named Toby Stevens, mm. who is so good. I love him. I love him in this. He plays this character in everything I've ever seen him in. He was one of the villains in the Sharp remakes. Like he's <laughs> he's so fantastic. He's if you, if you want British sneer, oil. he is your man. Yeah, but the thing he's is, evil and the Milo. Thing, he's amazing. The, no, yeah, he's the thing that I wrote down, he isn't evil Milo. He's some Miles Axelrod he from is. Cars Two. He, ha he, he has the exact same affect as Sir Miles Axelrod, the Land Rover from Cars yeah, the trans Land 2. Rover from Cars 2, played by That's right. He has the same smirk, even. I posted trans about it on the account. It's, it's extremely the trans funny. Land Rover, uh, the Trans Rover, yes. My, my um, two notes here, I've got only two. Uh, the, the first one is that just in comparison, they've done like shots, you've been in Cuba, you've been nominally in North Korea, like there are beautiful parts of the world, and then it does an aerial shot of London, and I just wrote, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck's God sake. God's sake. And the second thing is, he offhandedly mentions fencing, and it's just like, ah, he fences now. Now time to go to fencing location. Well, not, not yet, because but Bond yeah. has to come to London in order to see this, and the way that he does this is he gets on a British Airlines flight in a little commercial for British Airlines, gets his mm. fucking like little nonce martini while the clash is London calling plays. Fuck off. Bizarre Fuck choice. Fuck off. Bizarre. London calling? I'm fucking hitting snooze. Fuck this. It, with, the thing about London calling is it's it's a song about going to London and that's why it's it's apt here. Also, do you feel a lot of movies like this, they like to set up they, okay, right now, remember, Bond is currently a fugitive from the British uh, state yeah, and intelligence flying services, back right? to Britain on British Airways under his own name. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah but, like, he they, is. What they love to do is they love to set up these problems and then just sort of live in the world of that problem for like as long as it takes for that problem to be boring to write about. Then they forget about it and pretend it's not there, which is incredibly Absolutely. lazy writing. Yeah, cool. no. This this happens every time Bond goes like uh, goes rogue, which by my count is like three or four in the whole series. Is whichever M it is is like right, hunt him to the ends of the earth, or until you get bored. Yeah. Uh, he's come to bored. London, and they're like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's bound to come over here at some point. I guess we'll yeah, just he'll wait. definitely swing through. <laughs> just yeah. give it a minute. So, so, so Bond goes to Graves' fencing club. 
where Madonna is there for some fucking reason as a fencing instructor. In an he has amazing this... dress, though. Calm Love down. that leather lace-up back dress. Oh my! I missed Real this, nice. actually. I didn't realize that was Madonna, I'll be honest with you. That, that, that's Madonna. That, that is Madonna. Madonna. She's uh. absolutely fucking welded into that corset. And, and um, a totally a five-minute conversation that really contributes to the plot and character development. Yeah, she, it really doesn't like, drag oh, at you, all. She's like, oh, you seem horny. Uh, like, genuinely, his, his line is, and this is such a weird line read, I had to capture it. I have been known to keep my tip up. Like, I'm not sure why that appeals to me. Yeah, my, my penis points way up. <laughs> Yeah, my penis points are all up, the way up. Due north, easy. <laughs> Goes all the way up into the Inguinal Canal, yes. Jesus. Uh, we learn uh, a little something uh, about Miranda Frost, the uh, very, very English blonde lady who's Gustav Graves' publicist. And sparring partner. We learn partner. that she's an amazing fencer and sparring partner. She won gold at the Sydney Olympics when her opponent overdosed on steroids. Mm-hmm. That will become important yeah, later. Yes. Fucking fences. And then Absolute Bond does his signature move. Steroid. Yeah, Bond. Bond. Bo yeah. Brosnan Bond does the classic I'm Brosnan Bond move. I'm telling you, it's his move. thing. Fourth time. He, he simply walks. Fourth time. Walks up to the guy, shows him the evidence of the crime he knows he's committed, and suavely goes, "Hey, you uh, do any crimes? Yeah. Do any crimes lately? How about this uh, crime you did? Hey, you remember that?" Criminal says what? Crimes recently? <laughs> he like, what shows him the fucking diamond with his mark on it that he took from Zhao. And he's like, oh, yeah. oh, maybe maybe we could fence for this. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But it's the same, it's the octopusy thing again. And then and then uh and then Gustav Graves goes, Well, diamonds are for everyone. Sucking our own dicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, they um, are forever. Oh, that's that's an awful lot of ice. It's a lot, lot like the last time uh, <laughs> space laser we had. Fuck you. I'm gonna. It's an awful lot of ice. Bitch. Ah. Anyway, they have a sword yeah. fight. Um, they have a sword fight. Gust Gustav Graves, uh, like his thing is like, are they? You know, he's provoked by Bond into fighting to first blood instead of points for the diamond. And we see that Graves' thing is he gets super, super angry for some reason. He gets like mm. uncontrollably mad, mm. um, and ah. like he 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 almost kills Bond. Uh, also, they fight through this entire club. At they use point, every sword in the fucking book. Well, like, here's the thing: there's a little, there's a, cool fight. there's a little bit of a racial subtext here because by the end of it, Graves has a katana and Bond has a claymore. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's right? a kind of a fucking. I'm mm, so glad you noted that as well. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, but Graves cool. just knocks over this stand of katanas, and he's like, "Hmm, gonna use this for mm. some reason. Not important." Um, so. Yeah, Bond Bond wins just about, and we For see anyone yells does. I, we know the katana is not a Korean weapon. No, but the movie up, doesn't. Uh, <laughs> the movie so, doesn't. So, so the thing is, like, one of the things that I think Toby Stevens does quite well is that once Bond wins, he like switches instantly back into like affable British sneer mode. It's just really like, oh, good. Well, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's only a little bit of sport, isn't it? I don't know why I always got a more. Seems you've beaten me, Mister Bond. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of sport, isn't it? <sighs> Sport. Fence to first blood on my he birthday. Says, oh, I'm, with doing, you. I'm doing a little bit of a scientific demonstration in Iceland this weekend. You should come on by. 
Mm. Yeah. Would you pop on by to the ice hotel, Mr. Chopper? Yeah. You, you who, who we and I who have been locked in a life or death battle. You who are clearly some kind of agent of the state that has presented me with uh, evidence of what I'm trying to do. Even if I didn't know that already, for yeah. reasons that we'll get to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, why don't no. you come to my secret villain lab so I can kill you with a series of slow moving lasers? Mm hmm. But. I've developed a new fuel called Olidol. It's gonna. <laughs> oh. B- Bond Bond flirts outrageously with Miranda Frost, and she's mm. just like, "No." Um, it's very I, good. Yeah. It, yeah. It it, it it would be, but we'll, well, we'll yes. I mean, it would it would be, but the thing is that Miranda Frost every every fucking scene, she's like, "I'm not going to have sex with James Bond." I'm and she's not going to have straight sex into with the him. camera. He's and like, "You're gonna have sex I'm with James going Bond." To have sex I know him. you're gonna fucking do it. <laughs> That's right. I refuse. Uh, so, so, yeah. so, 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 M secretly brings Bond back into the fold by giving him a key to an abandoned tube station. Uh, and he he walks around. He goes, "Ah, oh, it's the abandoned station for abandoned agents." Um, and they, they, they reuse this how, idea in Skyfall again. Yes, they they talk about how the world has changed. And at this point, I wrote down. Does does Bond know that 9-11 has happened? And if so, how does he know that 9-11... He's just getting on the plane back to London. Like, well, security's really what the fuck do I have to take Do I have to take my shoes off? What? <laughs> <laughs> Where did this come in? James Bond. What do you mean I have to give you my box my cutter? My headcanon is that he genuinely doesn't know about it and never learns. <laughs> yeah, Bond never learns what 9-11 is. He's like, why can't I take my water on the plane with me anymore? Um, so, <sighs> Bond, James then, Bond. James Bond, James Bond. So M suspects Gustav Graves and is like, yes. you know, allegedly he found diamonds in Iceland all of a sudden, they're conflict diamonds because they're made of carbon. Yes. So anyway, come come back into the fall. Go, go to Iceland and find out what this dude's deal Once is. Once again, as Riley points out, we do this thing of set up a plot thread and then just forget about it, which is she goes, ah, be careful about this because I guess like Carver in Tomorrow Never Dies, he's politically connected. Uh, that's why this has to be like a secret mission. Yeah, it's, it's so like, funny for this just doesn't ever come up again in no, any no, fucking never, conceivable never, way. Not <laughs> ever. It's just like no, you can't directly confront him because he's politically connected? Question mark. And then he just never, ever, ever comes up again. Perfect mm-hmm. movie. Scripted. I don't think they ever mm-hmm. really do that in the James Bond films, despite the fact that it would be like a really, really good. Like thing to every they never really it it gets close to fucking every Brosnan villain. They've just been like, oh no, he's politically connected. You can't Mm. get close to him, and then just never ever do fucking anything about it. it. And it never stops Brosnan. It never stops Brosnan from going up to the guy and going, "I'm James Bond. I work for the British government. How about all those crimes you've been doing?" (laughs) Never, never stop. Anyway, so Bond Bond wakes up in his office in MI6, where he is cleaning his gun. He has an office for some reason. It's so funny to um, imagine that he has an office. <laughs> he's just in there most of the time. Like whenever he's not doing a Bond film. Got a picture of the Queen in that he was drinking to and saying mom when he was the same guy. Oh and shit, on a yeah, you're right. We've seven. seen it once before when he was George Lazenby. Yeah. Incidentally, because this movie is a massive self-suck, it has Bond's like framed grant of arms from on Her Majesty's Secret Service on the wall. Um, yeah, it does. So, so, yeah, so, yeah. But no, gunmen have infiltrated MI6's offices for the second for the second time after the time when Bond brought a massive bomb into them. Um, 
And so Bond has to like shoot his way through. Uh, he shoots his way into M's office, where M is being held hostage by a masked man. Bond shoots her in the shoulder, shoots the gunman, and it it was revealed that he's been playing. So he's he's been playing the fucking Oculus Rift. Yeah, man. He's, he's, he's on that vibe, he's, man. He's, he's, on he, that. He's, he's, he's on the Bond holodeck. It, it, I don't know why they have this. It's a little pair of sunglasses that they let you fucking... What's this do. product placement for? Because it comes out of nowhere and contributes nothing to the film. It Who has to have been Who programmed this? Yeah. No, this is the metaverse. This is Bond predicting the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to a meeting with Mark Zuckerberg. So fucking Isn't stupid. Crazy 007. There's no, there's no reason to have when, this. When, it does when nothing. He it goes nowhere. When the last guy, there's a little slow-mo effect as the guy flies through the air and there's a swoosh. Oh, there's a, oh I'm so glad you brought up the slow-mo. They keep doing slow-mo. And it's yes. so bad every yeah. fucking time. There's a slow-mo shot later of a guy, like, flapping his cloak over his shoulder. It's, it's, right, that one's good. Yeah. It's, you know, it is, it's, good. The, it's, it's the slow-mo of, um, of uh, 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 a, like, Master P video from the 1990s, mm. but it's trying to give the effect of being the slow-mo from what would be 300. But it ends up yeah. it just no, ends no, up looking like a low budget Matrix. rap video. Yeah. So, 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 so like cute. No, Q... it's the fucking first hmm. post Matrix Bond. That's what it is. You're right. You're right. It is. It is. They. I, it's, oh. I said this in the pre-show. They have like Matrix envy. Oh fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> so Q is John Cleese now, um, and John Cleese is slightly sort of more annoying as Q, and he's like clearly setting this up for, oh, I'm going to be Q forever. I will never be replaced by a twink. 9-11 will <laughs> never happen, babes. Uh -huh. uh, Get him out of here. I, I, fuck this guy. Uh, fuck this guy. One movie only. Turns out we can cancel you, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but he he walks him through the like uh, sort of like underground room full of like Bond's old shit that they just have in storage. Yeah, the Bond museum. Because again, this movie, yeah, the oh, this movie is a self suck. It has the crocodile submarine. It has the the jetpack from Thunderball from when Bond punched a guy disguised as a woman. It has uh, has Rosa uh, Klebs fucking shoe. With the knife yes, in the and, heel. Yes, and what Bond does is he like flicks the point of this heel, which, as I recall, was covered uh, in poison. Yeah, and, heel, and then and then he holds up that shoe very close to his face, and he sniffs that shoe. Why? <laughs> Why does he <laughs> do this? <laughs> Why do you sniff that shoe, buddy? Not what's going on here. But he also, when he touches the jetpack, he says, does this still work? Which means he's the same yeah, fucking Yeah, he remembers same using man. it in fucking Fondable. What, what you have to remember, right, is that at a big organization, they always keep a museum of every employee. Like, that's just what that's happens, true. right? Like, at my day true. job, there's a big yeah, museum of Riley, all this stuff. Right, it's it's totally normal just to be like it's like a little it's like a little physical scrapbook. That's why that's why commercial rents are so much because they need to have the little museum of every employee that's ever been there. Yeah, it's it's honestly mm. it's nice. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Also, so, this so, script, the script for this fucking scene, you know that they were just there like fuck, fuck, this is so tightly written. Holy shit! They they <laughs> give so him many some fucking gadgets, man, and the gadgets here are dumber than they ever have been, and I think ever will be. Yeah. They give him a ring that can like shatter shatterproof glass, mm -hmm. and they give him an invisible car. They give him a watch, and John Cleese goes, "Oh my god, this is your twentieth watch, 007, because this is the twentieth Bond movie. Aren't we good?" Mm -hmm. mm. Hate this. Uh, 
The invisible, the invisible car. Aston Martin call it the Vanquish. We call it the Vanish. It turns invisible. It's got guns in it. it mm. So it's got. It's got. Here it is. Q gives him the manual, and it's really big. And Bond like throws it in front of the target, seeking shotguns, and blows it up. And he goes, "Oh, I shot through it in a couple of seconds." Like <laughs> also, that that is the general theme of this movie. Is it is very. Fu- it is very fun that they were like. By the way, we know that you're gonna have to have again another car chase that's gonna. Kind of drag for fifteen minutes or so later on. So we have yeah. given you Bond, enough. This will come yeah. in useful in your car battle yeah. later. We have given um, you enough weapons on this thing to try to like do a new thing every minute and a half hmm. for about fifteen minutes. Yes. Go, go to Iceland. Uh, meanwhile, we go back to M's office where we see that Miranda Frost is an MI6 agent. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, we also learn that MI6 has a culture of sexual harassment. Yes. Because M says, you've been a very, very good agent. You've been apps, you've ticked all the boxes. You haven't fraternized with any of your fellow agents despite advances. And I'm like, how fucking often are colleagues making passes yeah. at her in the she, workplace? She, she's like, quite sort of severe. She's got this like tight uh, like ponytail. Um, and she's like, oh, I think James Bond is an absolute piece of shit. Cunt. Useless spy. I would like, never have, sex, to with have him. sex with James. Feel I will never to. have sex with James Bond. If at some um, point you would like to have sex with James Bond, I will Bond, you never definitely have do that. sex also, with James Bond. This scene, James- <laughs> this scene was shot on Rosamund Pike's first day on set. Just instantly oh, across man. from Judy Just Dench. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah... Damn, I hate it when you have to have your first day on set and you're immediately across from the lead actor. <laughs> Crazy. She, she, she oh. just goes, I think Bond is a blunt instrument designed to provoke and confront. And M says, yeah, that's why I fucking like him. Yeah, that's what uh, I said so, at Goldeneye, baby. So, <laughs> so, so, so cool. Yeah. That's, that's what- M's like, actually, it's based. <laughs> it is not cringe, it's based. Um, so, so go to Iceland, Iceland. Go to Iceland keep cringe. an eye on him, no. and, ha- and have sex with him if you want. And she's like, I don't want to. <laughs> genuinely, uh, like we're we're doing a little bit of a bit here, audience. But like, genuinely, the vibe is: if you feel like you'd like to have sex with James Bond, do go ahead. Why not? Everyone else <laughs> from does. M. Yeah, no, it's from fucking yeah, and, and M. It, the thing, the thing is here. I I kind of was on the fence about whether Frost was supposed to be gay or not, and I, then I realized that that would be too progressive for a movie in two thousand and two. So no, instead she's just a bitch. She's like just genuinely, tight, that's it. she's just, she's just she's just an ice queen. Something that Bond calls her to her face yeah. in the next scene. He's in the in the ice palace, he's like, "Oh, palace of ice, you must feel quite at home." And she's like. Fuck yeah, off. it's it's so, James yeah. Bond basically uh, written by one of those guys that posts like a picture of an attractive woman being like, uh, how uh, <laughs> how would you open? You know, just being like, oh, I'd call her an ice. I I I try to I try to insult her based on the location. Well, I I would simply do the muck. Yo, take your girl to the ice palace on the first date. <laughs> Everybody goes to Iceland where they have an ice hotel, an ice palace, a palace made of ice. It's the where Bond is nowhere near cold enough to have a fucking ice palace in Iceland. Yeah, an ice. Not even It's an close. awful lot of ice, bitch. That's <laughs> an awful lot of ice, bitch. He goes to the ice mind palace. Uh, Gustav Graves has a rocket car that he uses to do like cool Playboy stuff, like set record attempts or whatever. And then we see Devon. You you, you have a you have a, a, a system, a science based. I system, do. I have a fucking. I I spent 
months putting together my perfect fucking <laughs> theory of guys in a Bond film that you have Mr. Yeah. Surname and you've got Mongo from Blazing Saddles. But it turns yes. out that I'm fucked up. Like electromagnetism and the weak atomic happened. force. You zoom out far enough, you can synthesize them into one guy. Yeah, sy- and synthesis it's this has happened. Guy. Yeah, because we, we meet a guy, big Maori guy, who goes, I'm Mr. Kill. Mr. Kill. <laughs> that is, I'm that is so fucked. <laughs> he actually that went on it. to be the head of the nightclub security association in the UK. <laughs> yeah, Michael Kill. Um, <laughs> Michael this, Kill. Is, this, is, this is one of his two lines in the movie, by the way, so cherish that. <laughs> Genuinely um, extremely good. I mean, it's more lines than they fucking <laughs> gave the Mongo in the previous one, so fair enough. Who was the Mongo in the previous one? Uh, oh, before God. that, we had Mr. Stamper, who was the Mr. Surname, but like... Uh, no, you, you a, had Mr. Bullion in the previous one, and then you had... Oh, you're the, right. You had, a, you had a Mongo, but I don't remember his fucking name, because uh, he never no, says not, it out loud, so Not whatever. important, not important. So, so yeah, no. Uh, Gustav Graves is there to demonstrate this thing called Icarus that he's developed, which is, you put a big mirror in space, and you create a second sun... And you can use that. A second diamond space laser, laser has struck the kill chamber. <laughs> I am cheering. I'm hooting and hollering to see another diamond space laser. <laughs> and and he's like, oh well, maybe you could use this to to grow crops or something. But that's uh, exactly yeah, yeah, daytime houses exist. <laughs> he just doesn't even you, you, try you could, to justify it. If 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 only we had some way of warming the earth more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just um, like, like but, but this is. They just thought it. They thought it. They were like, "We need a la- space laser." Oh shit! We're already filming. We forgot to say his cover story as to why he's got it, and we have ten minutes before we have to release the movie. Someone think of something quickly. Yeah. Like it's at this point we're an hour into the movie and the plot has yet to materialize. But the yes. laser, so, and I'm there like, "Okay, laser. All right, I understand now. I'm back in the fucking seat. Let's go." Un- un- also, but then. Then they give away the twist. Yes. Zhao shows up they, they s- and she yeah. a, a, and sees Gustav Graves in in the machine that makes you white that he has to use because he can't sleep mm. anymore. He has to like sleep in this special machine. Uh, and he goes, Why? "Oh, how?" I don't know. It's never <laughs> explored again. <laughs> it's a side effect yeah. of the machine that makes you white. Never brought up again. And so and so Zhao just goes, uh, "How's it going, General? What's it like being white?" It's my cousin. Have you Colonel seen this Moon? book by Robin yeah. D'Angelo? <laughs> and, Colonel, and Colonel Moon goes, Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've been basing my whole thing on being a dark mirror of James Bond. I'm yeah, going to cool. be so owned when I tell him that to his face. At this point, I do want to note Tan Sun Moon is one of the worst attempts to create. First, Atrocious. I mean, it'll be Moon Tan But also, it's a suntan joke. Do you get bad. it? Because of the Icarus space laser. Yeah. yeah because. Yeah. Because Koreans have names. So Bond tries to Bond tries to infiltrate Graves's quarters, uh, and he almost gets caught. And he the way that he escapes is to sexually assault Miranda Frost. She's like, she shows up like, oh, what are you doing here? And he he kisses her so the security guards don't look. And he's like, well, you could see more right. into it. Why wouldn't the security it's guards like, gross, look though? Gross, are you just gross, allowed to gross, like trespass gross, gross, if you're gross, making gross, out? Gross, gross. It's it's not your fucking lover's lane, right? It's not like it makes some no. sense when they did it in fucking Ronin because yeah. they were in France. Like, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> we are behind oh, France, a classified yeah. fucking secret base and they're not going to pay attention if you're kissing. What do yeah. you fucking yeah. mean? Uh, and, and you're outside in Iceland at <laughs> night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? You're not, not going to be having sex. 
I don't care how much you keep your tip up. James, we're not going to have sex. We're not going to. I'm not going to have sex with you. Smash cut to them having sex on an ice bed, which. Uh, mm. I don't uh, know about that, Chief. But, okay, so. so uh, yeah, yeah. Jinx has also done some actual spy work and has been caught and is being menaced. Well, like, the, oh, yeah, the, there's, there's one thing. There's one thing. When she, when she does the spy work to get captured, I also wrote down. Ah, this is a lot like the time, the other time when a foreign agent had a grappling hook on a belt buckle on their leather cat suit. Two movies ago. I hate these. So, I hate these movies so much. Bond, Bond tries to sneak into Gustav's graves quarters, gets immediately caught. Yep. Then has to kiss Miranda for cover, goes back to his hotel room, shags her, and then immediately goes back to the mine. <laughs> James Bond genuinely just took a break from his mission to shag. <laughs> James and Bond. then immediately goes back to work. Like, what the fuck? Yes. James Bond. Did you genuinely just take a fuck break on the job? Yes, yes. So, so, so Jinx is tied to a thing and being menaced by, like, Zhao and Mr. Kill. Mr. Kill gets his second line because Zhao is like, you know, this mine is fake. It's a front. But we still have mining lasers that are real for Why? no reason. <laughs> Check this <laughs> and out. Then, We've got this. And then, I don't know. Yeah, and, and then... <laughs> And then a second later, he goes, okay, I'm just going to shoot you now. And Mr. Kill, in the most affronted tone, just goes, why don't we use a laser? It's just the most I've ever liked him. It's just like, why did you tell her about this if we're not going to use this? What do you dude? mean we're not going to kill her with the laser? Give me the fucking laser controls. Yeah. To which Zhao, Zhao says nothing. He just like looks in for a second and just hands it's over like, the controls. Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. He's just like, yeah, use, the, use the laser. Listen, Zhao respects a guy who's having fun. I don't know. Why do, if they're okay? There's two questions, right? If they're a diamond, know. if they're a diamond mine, and like why if they're not a diamond mine, why have the it's it's like a, I don't know a Turkish restaurant having like a machining lathe. It just doesn't make any sense. But also, secondly, <laughs> um, how like where are they getting the diamonds? Then was it just that one drop off? Have they been just sustaining this on that one drop off from Korea? Wow. So yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, also it's two gay men smuggling them in from South Africa. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, so, the, oh, oh also, there is one other thing. It's a dentist <laughs> smuggling them out in people's teeth. I'm losing my while, mind. While, while Bond is having gonna sex make it with Miranda, this. we're gonna make it through this. She she goes, "Oh, I can't have sex with you at all. You're a double O." And he says the most nonce possible phrase you can ever say during sex: "It's only a number." No, thank you. So, so, um, so, so, Vladimir Nabokov. Anyway, Bond, Bond then does some ice swimming. Uh, he, he, like the fucking rebreather from Thunderball is back. The stupid little like rebreather thing. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, literally the exact same thing. He like swims under the ice, breaks in. Bond and Mister Kill fight in the laser room. Oh, I hate this. There's I hate, this. Going I hate this so much. And I'm going to talk about why I hate this. So strap Please. the so Yeah, give have... me like half an hour on this. Yeah, here's my type five. So they fucking fight in this goddamn laser room. And at some point, someone knocks the controls. So the lasers are just going everywhere. They're cutting through various bits of scenery. But I hate it when the my laser thing gets is, to <laughs> they have, the lasers have like mathematically no threat at all because the, they choreograph this fight. And then they were just like, yeah, we'll put the lasers in afterwards and it'll look sick. And the result of that is that the lasers have no impact on the choreography of the fight at all. Like, they it's might as well show. just not be there. Mm. It, they, mm. it, it's, it's, they have no fucking effect on the fight. Why would you have a fight with lasers if the lasers but, aren't yeah. going to impact the They also look the fight? like shit. They look like shit. Too. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what happened is that, is that while watching this, 
uh, before making this, rather, they watched The Matrix. Uh, they also watched <laughs> Entrapment. Um, and then they watched every other Bond mm-hmm. movie and were like, oh, okay, I guess we got to put in these things. You need a laser fight scene and some slow-mo. But once again, they do it with all the aesthetics of a Master P uh, music video. It's really, really bad. J- Jinx seizes control of the lasers, kills Mr. Kill uh, with the laser while he's trying to stab Bond with a hair comb. Um, and then Bond gets to be smug while she's still tied to the fucking laser thing. Uh, he, he comes up to her and he's like, The girl who hates to be tied down, eh? It's like, dude, don't fucking... Come on. What, what are we quipping now? We're quipping? He's quipping, he's quipping, he's quipping. He's playing um, quip also, getting beaten le- by a smitty le- Leather cat suit in oh, Iceland in winter. Um, yeah, so, mm. so J- Jinx escapes, uh, and Bond tells her, go and find Miranda Frost, she's a British agent. Oh, also, don't forget, other, leather cat suit, it's because they watched uh, uh, Entrapment. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And B- B- Bond simply then waits, the waits in Graves' office on his couch, and when Graves comes in, he points a gun at him and goes, ah, I guess I'll have to die another day, the title ah! of this film. He does it, yeah, he fully just like... He figures out that he's Colonel Moon. Yeah. He's like, yo, hey, Colonel. Yeah. And at this point, Colonel Moon hits him with the, well, actually, I have a dark mirror of you, James Bond. And it really doesn't wound James Bond emotionally to the extent that he must have hoped. Well, also, it's because they haven't really set us up for, like, this sort of, like, in the, the, the Daniel Craig movies, at least make a kind of gesture towards we are going to explore the dark sort of human side of Bond, right? That's what they're sort of there to do. But so they've they've sort of said, ooh, but what if all of this stuff isn't so fun? But they, they haven't set that up at all because James Bond's no. been just having super lots of fun being James Bond. Like, he wouldn't care about a dark mirror. He would love it. Yeah, the fuck yeah. It, the, the point of the Craig movies is that it sucks to be James Bond, but also he's really hot and cool. Whereas this is just like, isn't it cool to be James Bond? And then the guy's like, yeah. this, I did this as a bit. It's so, it's actually so, sarcastic. It's a satire of you, mm, Mr. Bond. Yeah, J- James Bond is just, <laughs> like, it, Q has given him, in a deleted scene, Q gives him that tank top that says satire must have clarity and purpose. <laughs> 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 this will come in useful later, Bond. So Miranda Frost comes in, and Bond is like, ah, oh, excellent, my backup. But Miranda Frost points the gun at Bond. Because uh, she's the traitor. Yes, she, dun, dun, she dun. set up Bond in North Korea. You know what? Uh, I'll give him this one. I genuinely didn't see that one coming. G- Gus- Gustav no, Graves bought her loyalty by like killing her opponent, giving her the gold medal in fencing at Sydney by default, and she has taken all of the bullets out of Bond's gun, and she has set him up to be killed. It's kind of a cheap way to buy someone's lifelong loyalty. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, if you killed a guy for me, I'd I'd at least be like, cheers. Like, Alice got my lifelong loyalty by starting a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they do seem to have this like shared sadism as the other thing. So like that they're, they're like, oh, we both we both enjoy killing. Um, come come, Mister Bond. Bond. Bo- Bond then uses ah. his. Uh, yeah, me and me and my uh, partner in evil saw you from across the ice palace. We really dig your vibe. Uh, Bond uses the fucking like uh, the 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 glass ring to shatter the stupid glass floor that they're of course on and escape. Um, yep. Halle Berry ge- Halle Berry gets locked in a room by uh, by uh, fucking Miranda Frost. She's just like, okay, I'm just gonna lock you in this room. Bye. 
She is, again, there's a little bit of, like, question mark lesbian here because she kind of, like, flirts with her a little bit. She, like, tries to, like, you know, stroke her boob almost. And she's like, oh, it's beautiful. She also tailoring. weirdly says, like, she says, uh, oh, yeah, because, like, Halle Berry, like, kicks a guard and she goes, oh, yeah, you've got nice moves. By the way, so did James Bond, whose dick was in my pussy yeah, last went night. Like, she up. weirdly bragged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> Um, but Bond gets in the rocket sled and he escapes, and the movie starts getting. Yeah, the movie real starts getting. This, yeah. is the this is the point at which it becomes the most like, video game finale. Space laser. Yeah, guess like, what? The Icarus is actually a big space laser. Yeah, Grace laser. turns the Icarus on him. The Icarus is controlled by a, a, a compact trackball mouse. Which yes. I just, I just <laughs> love mouse that is shit. So good. Yeah. It's the, the main character of the movie. is perfect. To me, absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Delightful stuff. Well, but this is this is where I, I said right in, in on our group chat, right? This is for me where the movie becomes a proto-Marvel movie, right? Because yeah. it's just yeah. it's just energy beams, indestructibility, uh like more than usual. Um uh the fucking uh the 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 windsurfing down uh the, the 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 cliff and everything while your hair stays perfectly in order. That yeah, is no that that happens. Yeah. That happens. Bond gets like knocked over a cliff and he has to windsurf down horrible CGI, the worst CGI Look, of the movie. Can I, can I tell you yes, something, right? Cuts. I remember yeah. I saw this movie when it came out with my parents, and this is the point that my parents walked out of the movie. Nice. It was this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so. Oh, no, you've lost the dad so, audience. So, 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 the, oh, other than ironic podcasters, that's James Bond's biggest audience. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, so James Bond, uh, like, does some uh, some windsurfing, and the fucking. My, my dichotomy collapses too between wet sports and ice sports, because now he's doing fucking both. Um. They lock Jinx in a room. They turn Icarus on the ice palace. So they try and melt the ice palace. They uh, like Graves leaves in a plane, and they leave Jinx to drown and Bond to like drown too. Uh, but Bond uses his invisibility car. Yeah, because he's point, got a fucking invisible car. Just to uh, uh, yeah. At this point, we get a fully twenty-minute car fight. Because Zell has, has his own a gadget, gadget car. He has, a, he has a, gadget, a gadget Jaguar to sell more toy cars. How, how did he get um, the gadget Jaguar? Is that just, or is that just another thing where it's again, we have potentially interesting things you could explore during the movie. How yeah, do they the, get their crazy shit? All of these things. The the I always think that this this is such a this happens in a lot of a, a lot of the films that generally sort of we as a sort of loose grouping of people watch to talk about where they mm. hand wave all of the stuff that are the difficult practical questions that would make for a more interesting movie because it's a story that you can get it's more engageable with how do they have the, that crazy car how do they get the diamonds why do they have those mining lasers these are questions that it's not just a standard little paint by numbers then go here and punch this guy go here and punch this guy quip sex yeah, as such we have to refuse doggedly to do them what we get instead I is to do this but the, the car was semi set up it was one of the ones in Zao's base right um was it right at the very oh, start. anyway yeah well, so the, they didn't, the, they didn't the, the, the cars like are like gadgets, driving but... through the melting ice palace they're shooting at each other uh this culminates in Zao's car pulling a knife on bond's car i just car. i want to be clear like the, the fucking space laser is melting the ice palace while yes. there's a car chase within it, and I wrote, this yes. does fuck. 
Um, I don't think it does. I think it sucks. I and think like it the fucks. reason it doesn't. Like, it's the, so long. Also, it, fucks, it genuinely it long. has the the exact same uh, semiotics as a guy pulling a switchblade in a fight. Is it pulls this fucking ram out of the bumper? Uh, but Bond yeah, cool. dodges out of the way with the invisibility car. Zhao falls into the water and is crushed by a chandelier and killed. Bitch uh, made. He re- he rescues he rescues Halle Berry by driving a car into her room and undrowning her by giving her the kiss of life. Mm-hmm. Great, whatever. Mm-hmm. Graves. I've only Graves got four now... notes left. I'll be honest. I stopped paying any attention. Yeah, to this fucking Gra- movie Graves. At this point. Graves. Graves flies to Korea with uh, Frost. He's trying to do a coup, use Icarus to destroy the DMZ and all the mines in it, so North Korea can invade. He has South done a coup. Korea. We get, a, we get a throwaway line that there was a coup in North Korea last night, and now, like, the hardliners have taken mm. over. And it's like, whoa, okay, I guess it's kind of a big deal. Um, but then, yeah, they're going to use the space laser to blow up the minefield and then simply walk across. Yeah. So, so, so Jinx and Bond uh, infiltrate North Korea again very easily this time, sneak onto the plane... Uh, Gustav Graves is getting his his Icarus thing made into a super suit, like he has a mech suit made. Marvel, with like a taser in it. My notes say stupid, stupid. Yeah, it's uh, really fucking bad. He, he talks really to his dad. Bad. His his dad is like, oh, you have to be honorable because uh, honor is good." And then he kills his dad. He's literally like, "Hey, dad, I'm white now." Oh, which his dad's like, "What?" The line, the line, where General Moon says, "My son." What have you done to yourself? And I was, I, my notes say, when you come out to your parents, <laughs> <laughs> there's a strange clinic. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so, it, wait, he, no, okay, fine. Gustav's trans then. Colonel Tassel Moon is trans because he goes to a weird clinic and his dad doesn't accept him anymore. <laughs> that's, that's right. And, he, and as is correct, he kills his dad. Um, <laughs> as we all did. That's right. That's right. So, so Bond. <laughs> I'm fights sorry you had to learn Bo- this way, Father. I know you listen to this. I'm coming <laughs> Bond, for you. Bond, Bond fights Graves. Jinx tries to hijack the plane, and Miranda Frost puts a sword to her neck. And then this drop I just have entirely for personal use. Come on. That's it. Good girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <sighs> Mm. Miranda Frost is wearing uh, mm. She's wearing outfit. something I'll tell yeah. you. She's wearing about half an outfit Good god Just about <laughs> My notes, I also wrote down good girl she, 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 she fights Jinx and Jinx stabs her through the chest With a knife through a copy of The Art of War And this all takes place in a sort of like what? Pan-Asian onboard dojo yeah. Like they have katanas yeah. They have like yep. uh, Chinese characters. They have the, a copy of the Art also, of War. This man is Korean. They are really, they are really ripping off the Matrix. Like Jinx is like doing running up the wall and like backflip and stuff. They have, they are really just like ripping notes out oh, of the fully. Matrix here. It's it's genuinely incredible the degree to which these guys were like, okay, we're gonna have a North Korean enemy. Does anyone know anything about Korea at all? To which they went, no. Do we think our audience is gonna know anything about Korea? To which they also went. No, and then they fucking threw as much Chinese shit. I do appreciate Miranda Frost having the most sort of like predatory lesbian vibes of any villain since uh, Rosa Klebb. You know, I'm always here for that. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Anyway, anyway she gets sorry, killed. my second note is Dad, I'm white now. Also, check out my exosuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also, 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 Graves is going to do the biggest villain thing that you could possibly do, which is using your super weapon satellite to destroy one of the largest land minefields in the world. Dastardly. 
Well, he's he is also inadvertently <laughs> destroying the world's largest, uh, like preserved nature uh, territory. So you know there is, is he's killing a shitload of birds. Um. Anyway, yeah. So mm. so uh, Bond throws him out of the plane. And he gets sucked into the jet engine and mulched. I also have mulched in my notes. Hmm. Hmm. At this point, Bond and Jinx have to escape the plane, which is coming apart. They do this by getting into a helicopter and just falling out the back. Um. You know, they helicopter full of diamonds the, the, for some the, the reason. Third conse- yeah. The third, not consecutive, but the third time Bond has escaped in an aircraft full of ill-gotten gains. Yeah, and he fucking does it all the time as Dalton. He's always, yeah. he's <laughs> time he did always it with a shit doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. You, and and then when he did it with heroin, yeah, using dope. Uh, so at this point, we cut to uh, what I've described as one last nonce. Which is <laughs> Money Penny's. Money Penny is in her office. She's working on some Money Penny stuff. James Bond comes in and he fucks her. Right, that's what happens. He fucks her on the desk, and then at exactly the point we are like, mm, uh, she takes off the fucking holodeck glasses because she's on the holodeck. Just slightly too long scene. She's she is she is jerking off with work resources about one of her colleagues, a, a guy about whom three movies ago she said, you know, this is this would be sexual harassment to like uh, fucking you know nonce me up in a lift. Uh, and also, who programmed this? Did, you did. did. Who programmed Bond's did, dick? Did Q do that? Uh, again, another more interesting movie would have answered is, that question. Is that why John Cleese Q isn't in the next movie? Because he was caught using work resources to do James Bond dating sims? What? That is what? deeply funny. James if Boyfriend case. Simulator. <laughs> James, you know, you James date all boyfriend. the different James Bonds. Ah, oh, fuck. There's like all, they've got all the Bonds and you have to yeah. like, you know... Hateful Bond friend. Yes. Brosnan Bond, more Bond, Sundere <laughs> Bond, a Bond that's dressed up as a cat. <laughs> yeah, cat girl Bond. <laughs> Sean Connery voice, Katawa Shoujo. <laughs> yeah. ja- Sean no Connery, Bond. James Bond with massive tits and a cow print bikini. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Money Penny, you have yeah. to milk me. I demand fan art of this. Thank you. I won't look at it. <laughs> that, that's but our next shirt. That's, no, we've been not. trying to fit. We've been trying that. to figure out what the Brosnan shirt was this whole time. It's, it's a cow, not. cow print bikini Brosnan. No. <laughs> you set that on the fucking recording now. They're going to demand it. God, no, for money, Betty, you have to In. help me. No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> No, there's a there's a little bit of good dialogue here because it, it it's like uh she's like, oh we gotta take all these fucking diamonds back, don't we? And it's like it sucks being the fucking good guys. Which I kind well, of appreciate. No, I, I think you're missing the first bit of dialogue, which is where the camera's like panning down towards their sex house and she's like, Oh, it fits in there perfectly. I hope you could leave it in there forever. Yeah, it, oh yeah. And he's like, I yeah. don't want to take it out yet, and so on and so on. It's supposed to be obliquely talking about sex but once again i'm struck by devon's observation that they are essentially talking like two chinese rooms where it might as well yeah, what one he's might doing as well is putting saying, a diamond in her navel yeah, it's uh, it's it's warm for this kind of year don't you think uh yes however i've noticed that the elks are acting skittish 
Ah, uh, yes, the Elks, when they act skittish, it goes into the sky and is warm for this type of year. And, very, and, very and AI. Brosnan, Bros, Brosnan Bond's last move in this, therefore, is to, to put diamonds on Halle Berry's navel and then have sex with her. And you know and what? That's, that's honestly the final thing that the final thing that um, Brosnan Bond does is somewhat fitting to the character of Brosnan Bond yeah, well, in the same way that mm. the final thing that Moore did was make a weird noise. <laughs> I remember the I have it saved as weird noise dot wave. Please God give me the. Oh, <laughs> I want to get back to that kind of Bond, man. No wonder they took a break uh, of four years before they released the yeah, next one. Yeah, and as we say, this is the like the last one before before Craig and everything gets fucking war on terror. Um, but that's the movie. That's a two-hour movie called Die Another Day. That's right. And what what do we what do we all think of this movie before we get to our science-based racing system? It was the most video game. It sucked so much shit. I enjoyed the fact that Gustav Graves had an exosuit with a trackball on it. That was maybe the best thing I'd ever seen in <laughs> and my life. And a bunch life. of like Sony Walkman controls. Yeah, very funny to me. Um, but other than I that, thought they really had bad. a really interesting premise in that, like, oh, like did Bond crack under torture, and it's, that could have been good, and then nope. It's a series of forgotten premises. Incidentally, by the way, lest you think that the the writing of these movies is going to change drastically. I mean, it does, but every Bond movie since The World Is Not Enough including all of the Craig ones, has been written by the same two guys. Yeah, they really? only swap out directors. They don't swap out yeah. writers. Yeah, they don't, they don't do that. It, it's the same two guys just doing a job of work of doing Here is a Bond movie. Which is why I don't blame Kari Joe for how bad I found oh. uh, No Time to Die. Like, he just also, was given a script and had let to me film just, it. It's on, it's let, me, on let, him. Me, let me just blow something else out of the water here. Uh, I know I've, I've I've already destroyed this with facts and logic before, but if James Bond is a code name, why didn't they give anyone else the code name James Bond while he was being missing, <laughs> presumed dead in Korea? He why didn't why like, he oh, come for back? Fuck's yeah. sake. Ah, ah, uh, uh, James, your new code name is Bruce Dipshit. Uh. This is James Bond now. Well, honestly, is it because mm. frankly, M was like. Oh, Bond, as far as I'm concerned, you're still in that North Korean prison. Goodbye forever. And she's like, left him in, a co- in an artificial yeah. coma. So, like, it, it's fine. Like, maybe he is still James Bond. Maybe they gave the new code name to Daniel Craig. Mm, maybe. Yeah, this is, maybe. This is, but- this is oh, just uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan and James Bond's reverie while he's resisting torture. Yeah, it's all the Scorpion. Yeah, this is just yeah, a Scorpion absolutely. hallucination. He's, this, is, this all happens in the Pussy Mind Palace. Yeah, he's, he's still in the Pussy Mind Palace. He never left. <laughs> but that's in the realm of theory. And we have a science-based system. We have a science-based system. We have a science-based system on this podcast. Called the Scum System. <laughs> we have a science-based system on this podcast. Yeah, what is I just it? Look at my watch here. Uh, the scum system. Smum. Cultural insensitivity. Unprovoked violence. Jesus. Misogyny. Smum. How smarmy is this movie, and why is it eight out of eight. seven? It is the smarmiest one we've ever, ever gotten. It's eight. What? It, what is the smarmiest score that we've ever given a Bond? Though I, I think we've given we've a never 10 given anything more than Smarm? seven. <laughs> I could have sworn we haven't. So no, really? I don't think this is the smarmiest he's ever been. Yeah, yeah, no. I think it's a seven. I think it's a seven. It's, but I th- the, uh, some of the smarm also comes from the how the writers have written the villains. Like, ah, you British still think you police the world? Where it's mm. like it's it's how self congratulatory it is just from the writer's perspective. Yeah, whatever. Seven. Uh, cultural insensitivity. 
Ah, Korea, Japan, and China are separate countries. These are countries. basically the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Moving on. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. This is the, definitely the highest of the Brosnan years. 100%. I think so. I, 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 could, I, could, I could go to like a, a five maybe here. Mm. You think? Five. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Unprovoked violence. Yeah, right. uh, unprovoked, unpro unprovoked violence. Uh, Bond? Bond doesn't shoot a lot of people in this for a Brosnan. Like, Goldeneye, who was killing guys left, right, and center. Mm. Here, it's not but so what much. what about when he killed the two doctors with the, <laughs> with the paddles? That's true. That's true. He kills two true. guys who are trying to help him from having a heart attack. That's gotta put it pretty high up. Yeah, that's very unprovoked as far as I'm aware. <laughs> plus, the, plus the wheelchair thing. Can we say six? Yeah, okay. All right. The wheelchair ah, thing is very high. funny to me. Okay, five. We'll do five. Five. Yeah, it's not it's not more violent than it is racist. Misogyny. Uh, I will not have sex with James Bond. Uh, I won't. I me, won't have sex. Me with at him. the start of a night. Oh, I promise I won't have sex with James Bond, guys. Me after one drink. Oh, oh god, that boy. <laughs> Fully gone off that entirely like uh, upright penis. Yes. God damn it. The two minutes thirty second pussy cock. Like it's got to be pretty high. Last time was a seven. I don't think it's a seven. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's. I think it. I think this might be like all of these are sort of like generic high. I think it might be another five. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. So what are we looking at, Abigail? We are looking at a score of twenty-two, which is the highest Brosnan we've had. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, he he's gotten worse. It is he's, the he's, it is oh, the worst. So bad. Yeah. It's as, as far terrible. as like cinema goes. As far as like movies to watch, this is the worst one easily. Yeah, Cronstein uh, yeah, Rosette's Same, and Mr. It's, Kill, It's thank equally you. as bad as You Only Live Twice, Yeah, um, yeah. and it's nowhere near as funny as You Only Live Twice, because he didn't even become entirely. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, Cronstein so, uh, Rosette's and Mr. Kill, fucking I don't yep. care about the Goodnight Cross, thank you. Goodnight Cross, uh, fucking uh, cue for coding horny James Bond. Um, Goodnight Cross yeah. to Colonel Moon. General Moon! Yeah. yeah, General Moon, General fine, Moon, whatever. Fine, whatever. Cool. Great, fantastic. Uh, Riley, if people want more Riley, where can they find more Riley? Just read your home address into, yeah, the, into the microphone, exactly. please. I'm moving soon, so I'll give you my old address. You can chase me. Find the clues. Find the clues, find me. Now, you check out the bottle one if you live in Canada. It's me and Dan Beckner. We talk about Canadian politics. Hmm. And check out, of course, Trash Future. Check out, well, there's your problem. Check out Philosophy Tube if mm -hmm. for some reason you somehow haven't. Check out what I've got going on. I don't know. 10K yeah. posts, maybe? Yeah, listen to 10K yeah. Post. I edit that shit. Yeah. Ask Devin just what they're doing. Yeah, and don't we, we will me be ever. back. <laughs> we will be back in time for well, the horror. Well, the horror. gentlemen, we're going to be swinging along to Craig Bond. But first, a little teaser here. We're going to check in with an old friend. The woman. Mm. Hi, da -da, everyone. Da -da. Hi, all. See ya. Before we get started, I just want to note that due to my naming conventions for files, the raw file of this audio is Die Another Day Jazz, which is just dad jazz, which I like a lot. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. We finally got our boy Riles on. Great lad, you can find links to all of his guff in the description. Kill James Bond will return in two weeks' time. But if that is simply 
too long for you to wait, then we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash killjamesbond, which you can support for as little as £5 a month. I don't know what that translates to in other denominations, um, but I don't care. Next week's bonus episode is Cannonball Run, a movie about a race across the United States with several guest appearances by our boy, Roger Moore, playing himself. So that'll be fun. We've got automotive journalist Victoria Scott, but I've meandered for too long. I need to read out about 800 names. So bear with me here. 15 pounds and above patrons. Forks Winchester, Paint McCarla, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Thomas Oberhart, Sol, Pratek, British Pterodactyl, Nikki, Carolyn Tankersley, Amber de Grazia, Berno Rice, Kit Devine, Max Gamenhart, Amanda Rogda, Sidney Steckel, Hell Bloodhands, Jay Martindale, Kentucky Fried Commie, Jack Bushel, Field Commissar Jen Jen, Big Titty Goth Girl, Mothman, Trip, Timothy Pajorni, Tarp O, Dread Pirate Robin, Holiday, Charlie in the Closet, Zoe Shepard, Elizabeth Cox, Alfredo, Avery Darling, Alla Owing, David Wickramaratna, Richard Drum, Rayol Leal, James Knappman, Josh Simmons, Robbie Morgan, Kinu92, Millie, and Bon Le Bon. This has been, as you're probably well aware at this point, Kill James Bond. I am Devon. My dearest friends in the world are Abigail Thorne and Alice Caldwell Kelly. Our producer is Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Maddie Lubchansky. And our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.